Okay. Hi there. How you going? Pete Pasco here. I'm your host today. Um, as always, today I'm featuring another song from the old, uh, what we say, the archives. Um, this song's called You'll Remain in Me. Now, for those of you that have been on before, been on board before listening, um, you know what to expect. I'm going to talk a little bit about the song, and then I'll play the song, and then I'll probably drift off into songwriting department there to sort of analyze it a little bit there. So those of you that want to have a listen, hear what the song's about, and then hear the song, but not interested in going down the songwriting path, well, you know, you can switch off there. You might find it interesting. There might be some bits and pieces in there you might like. Um, okay, uh, it's late at night here where I'm recording in Australia. Um, this song was written uh, a long time ago. Let me see. 91. June 91. 1991. So, yeah, last century, folks. <laughs> um, it's 2019. Now, ah, uh, goodness me. So that was a while ago. Um, look, we... In regards to this song, talking about it, I don't think I'm going to talk too much before we roll it, which is, ah, I hear a sigh of relief out there. <laughs> You're my intimate audience. This is great. I'm, I'm enjoying um, I'm enjoying these podcasts. This is, uh, this is all new for me. I'll, I'll tighten it up as we go along. But uh, in the meantime, if you bear with me, and I'm just going to pretend I'm on a little stage uh, talking about the song. Uh, the song's called "You'll Remain in Me." As we yes, we've covered that. Um, it reads as sort of an apologetic farewell to uh, a girlfriend of mine, which it, which it was. Um, it was no fleeting thing. It was a few years. Um, in the words, I probably say pretty much everything she doesn't want to hear. That's very thoughtful of me. Some time ago, let's hope it's all healed now. Like she was probably uh, clicked her heels and <laughs> headed off down the street. Yummy, I'm free. No, look, it was. It, I, I realised it was going to be a little bit devastating. Um, so I wrote this song in honour of that relationship and that person. And um, yeah, look, it was a good time. Back in my twenties, it would have been. Um, now this just before I play the demo, I want you to know uh, a little bit about it. It's featuring Paul Dredge from New Zealand, Palmer's North New Zealand, my songwriting buddy. He's going to pop up a fair bit in my musical history. We did thousands of gigs together, no exaggeration there, and we wrote a lot of songs together. Uh, you'll hear Paul's really nice harmonies on this. We did work on this um, in the couple of days preceding before we got together to record a few songs and. Uh, Earl on the drums here, he'd never heard it before, so what you hear is, you know, he's just playing it the first time through. But this was the first time we really performed it as such. Um, we sort of worked on it a bit at Paul's house, but we got out and played it here. So me on a baby grand and Paul just on the vocals, me on vocals. Um, and uh, without further ado, I think we'll roll it. Here we go. You'll remain in me.
Okay, there we have it. You'll remain in me. Um, I haven't heard that for quite some time. And uh, I enjoyed it. It was great. Um, there's something about these old recordings, isn't there? Tape hiss. It was a bit rough, wasn't it? The, the uh, tape hiss on there. But uh, look, it's better than never having recorded it. You know, we caught something there. Um, yeah, I think I think it's magic of a demo. It, it suits the... It suits the brand here of these podcasts. Um, how we can talk about the magic of the demo. We caught something there. Um, it was a nice tempo. It was a nice feeling. I think we captured the feeling of the moment um, in terms of the performance while I'm there. Impressed with those harmonies. Well done, Digger. Um, look, we, we locked in fairly quickly together, um, having sung. You can't, you can't sort of... Um, get that close and singing really there's nothing replaces doing a heap of kicks folks i reckon uh, you, you you sort out you knock off a few edges you figure each other out and uh it, it was it's given me great pleasure singing with paul all those years um so the harmonies were all right i thought it was him like wasn't it like a hymn you remain in me <laughs> Uh, that, that was pretty interesting. Um, I thought it had a nice release in the middle. What, what I might do is just sort of work through from the top a little bit, uh, talk about the lyrics. Um, actually, if you want to see the lyrics visually, um, you can nip across to my um, blog. Um, I'll, I'll flick the link in here. Um, yeah, look, you can track it down. On that note, uh, if you want to know about this sort of thing, look, um, here we go, ad time. Um, please, uh, if you're enjoying this sort of thing and you'd like to hear more, like some music and art, um, there's going to be uh, posts on my blog and uh, videos going up on YouTube weekly. Uh, lots of content of um, hopefully great value for you. Uh, how to draw a cartoon, how to paint a picture, this week's um, band video, that sort of thing, real variety. Please um, hit me up at info at pedepasco.com and... Uh, Sign up for the email list and you'll receive uh, 12 free songs straight up and um, yeah, lots of goodies along the way plus a heads up when there's a 
a concert or an exhibition. Okay. All right. Now we're back. Um, this is uh, You'll Remain in Me. I'm going to read through the lyrics a little bit here. Uh, pretty obvious start. You stand out amongst the best. That's nice of me. Uh, and though our years numbered only three, you know we passed the test. Well, I guess the test was getting along. Uh, when I wonder what I've done, if I'm living with no son. So I had a pun on son there. I was thinking about having no kids. No son. Okay, no son. Living no son in the dark. I'm living in the dark. Uh, you'll remain in me while the fire fades in the west. Okay, that'll be the uh, sun going down on the relationship. Uh, next verse, you'll remain in me longer than shadows cast. Hmm. That's, well, but here it is, by an old man, 70, thinking of his past. So that'll be me. Uh, uh, when I wonder who I'll become and if I'll meet someone, so I'm wondering, hmm, am I doing the right thing here? Um, look, I'm you know, not 70 yet. Uh, you'll remain in me, and sort of acknowledging here the embers of memories will last. So I think that's, um, yeah, I'm just looking back to the end of the first verse where I said, the, well, the fire fades in the west, so I'm going with the embers of memories will last. So just tying in that um, fire, embers, love burning kind of thing. But here, yeah, it's fading. We're down to embers, folks. <laughs> um it's a wry laugh. Uh, I never met another woman so patient. I never met someone so kind. I never learned to gain by waiting. Never learned to give things time. Now I was pretty good. I might say so myself. A little pat on the back. Um, I had to come across blow my own trumpet. That's terrible. But it, I don't mind analysing the lyrics. Um, it's good fun. So I never met another woman so patient. Never went, never met someone so kind. Very straightforward. But here, here I'm reflecting about myself. Uh, perhaps there's a pattern. I never learned to gain by waiting. All right. Um, bullet a gate. You know, um, that's probably not the most sensitive analogies here. Uh, never learned to gain by waiting. I... I I, I go, f I, I, when I have a project, so, so I've got a creative project on, I give it 110%, I'll stay up 18 hours to get it done. Um, there's just something, there's something extra kicks in, um, and I, I, I just, you know, just really go, but I'm always moving on, and here I didn't uh, obviously hang around, I was moving on. Um, there was a feeling of a lot of, uh, creative projects ahead of me and I really didn't feel like a relationship long term at that point was going to be the go that's what I was thinking okay I was just delving back into my memories there what was I thinking at this time in 1991 I uh, never learned to give things time right good idea to sit back and maybe see how it goes yep okay last verse now you'll remain in me long after leaves fall okay after the autumn, and all seasons seem to be heeding winter's call. So it all, you know, the, the embers of memories will still be in there, even though the world is cold when it's uh, not great. Uh, and I'll be thinking back, because when I remember times we had, I'll be forgetting any bad. So that's just talking about the the Barbara Streisand song, I guess. Oh, she sang it so beautifully, uh, Memories. Um, actually, isn't that weird? I, I woke up. I dreamt that song this morning, just before I woke up. 
and I, I, I rattled off all the lyrics um, immediately after. Um, that's interesting to me that that should come up and I should just refer to that now. I guess it's still in the memory banks or something in, near the top. Um, the part where can it be or so simple then or is time I changed every line, that sort of thing. What's what's too painful to remember we simply choose to forget. Now, I butchered that completely, but that's the gist of it. I'll be forgetting any band, that's what I was thinking. What's too painful to remember? We simply choose to forget memories. So you'll remain in me. And then, back to the fire. Memories burn tall. So the fire was there. The fire faded with the sunset in the west. The embers of memories will last. But then, the memories will burn tall further down the road. Sure they will. We've got photographs. We've got memories. Um, I've got, I got memories from when I was four or two or you know, very early on, um, I, I find all, all you need is, is, is like, a, I think it's like a song. A song can be a bookmarker for a, an emotion or a, a bookmarker for a moment in time. You just hear that first little bit. Um, so I like uh, Seals and Crofts, Diamond Girl, bang, straight back there in the 70s on my mum's porch, that sort of thing. Uh, when I heard this song, that took me straight back there. Um a lot of gigging at night with Paul. It was pretty good fun. We had some pretty interesting sort of eighties haircuts going on, and uh, yeah, it was it was a good time doing those gigs. So, look, I think I might pause it there for a minute. What I think of what to say next. Hang on. Okay, and we're back. Um, there's not a lot more to say, really. Look, I hope you enjoyed today's song. Um, from a songwriting point of view, I think I'll go down that path now. Um, uh, I enjoyed writing this song. I, I enjoy writing them more, what am I saying? I really enjoy. I, I, I still remember letting my hands fall on the keys, which is what I do, playing the piano, wrote it on the piano, and uh, they're very piano-like. It's a piano song, isn't it? I mean, you're going to... Generally, you have less chords if you play on a guitar or a song on a guitar. But in the first uh, little phrase... You'll remain in me. There, but this, you know, it's G, D, E minor, C, G. And the D's got a counter bass of F sharp. And when you bring in counter basses, you, you, you sort of can sound sort of uh, hymn-like. It, 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 it's used a few bit of hymns, so it's counter bass, the bass sort of leading somewhere. So there's a, I, I use that counter bass there early on just to get things moving on. Um, the chords picked themselves. I, I really wrote this very quickly indeed. Um, I rolled straight on into the bridge. I remember doing that. And then coming out the other side, I, I uh, rolled straight into the uh, little instrumental section as well. Just listening to that instrumental section, um, I think you can hear pretty clearly. Uh, I was very, I was heavily influenced by Elton John. Um, had all his, uh, I've still got all his albums, uh, all the early stuff on vinyl. Um, I used to take the front of the piano off and try and figure out what Elton was doing by playing the piano very loud with the stereo on very loud as well. So that section. Um, Reminds me a little bit of Border Song, which is a, a, a classic Elton song there. 
And, um, you know, I wouldn't make any apologies for that. Anyone will tell you, you know, you just follow in the footsteps of those who've gone before. You you set out by emulating these people and, you know, you make, mis- you make your mistakes along the way. And then, hey, that little mistake was pretty good. And I think I might keep that. No one's going to make that mistake just quite like you did. That becomes your style and you build up a repertoire of... Uh, Mistakes, really. <laughs> I could, uh, the heavens in the painting world as well, I tell you. Okay, I'm just going to talk about the melody uh, briefly, how that came to be. Um, I, I basically just sang along with the chords as I played them. Um, for, for the for people who may maybe still be tuned in here who are not necessarily seriously versed in uh, musical theory, the chords uh, are what provide, they're, they're the harmony, so. The melody is sitting on top, they're going to sit nicely in there. If the melody is not in harmony with the chord, it sounds very bad. A good example of that would be the strings in uh, the movie Psycho. Dissonance, when they get that close together, it's, it's, a, it's pretty bad. Anyway, so um, it just sort of followed the chords, wanted to go up and down here and there. Um, I think I think it was a nice melody. Um, I think it was, it was just begging to be harmonised. Oh, there's a nice harmony there from Paul. Um, probably about a fifth, I think, down there. It was, it was, it was uh, quite a good interval. interval. It, was, it was sounding nice. And then also we went into um, unison, which is when the two voices come together and sing the same line. Uh, we used to listen to uh, a lot of uh, Simon and Garfunkel. They were, they were particularly brilliant at doing that, singing in harmony and the really... Really, uh, the two voices together had a sort of a chorusing effect when you do unison. Um, if there's two voices, no one ever sings perfectly in tune, so you're slightly sharp, slightly flat, slightly sharp, and the other fellow's done the same thing. They sort of become thicker, like like a piece of rope. Okay, well, I think I'll just wrap it up here. I just want to mention a couple more things briefly um, from a songwriting point of view. Uh, if I was to record this song, and I do think I will one day, I'll do a finished version of this one. Um, there's no bass on this recording, and I don't mind that. I think that's pretty good. Something about the the piano and the drums seems fairly apt. Alice is more sort of approach. And also uh, for a recording, I think the structure was really good too. We, we sort of, I think we hit on that. It's tight, gets the job done, and you're out of there, you know message said i think i think there's with um songs i think the music is you sort of owe it to the lyrics you you've got to you've got to do a musical reflection or accompaniment that suits the lyrics if, if you're not i mean that's pretty obvious but and in terms of how far over the top you're going to go um ho- hopefully this was a heartfelt nice perhaps not overly subtle uh lyric but um it was said. It was the words were said with, um, in hopefully integrity and honesty. And I think there was something nice and honest about the instrumentation in there as well, and the way the chords came together. So look, that's about it, I reckon. Um, if you want to, there's I think called the Circle of Fifths. Ninety nine percent of you will have heard of that uh, in the songwriting world. Um, I've sort of got a take on that. Um, the the relative chords 
are really, really important. Uh, they sound great together. It's great to break those rules. It's great to put in unrelated chords as well as if it suits. It's up to the artist. Um, I, I'm going to be doing a series of videos on YouTube uh, about arranging songs uh, and so, and songwriting uh, using relative chords and things. So, again, if you want to keep an ear out for anything that's going on in, in my art and music world and something you want to pick up about music and art, uh, yeah, check me out there on uh, com. Uh, sign up for the email list that'd be great at info and we'll send you all sorts of goodies and keep you up to speed with what's happening one other thing folks I, I meant to say earlier uh, the drummer Earl Earl Pollard like he's he's no longer with us um, unfortunately tremendous fella boy he could play the drums so here's Earl to, to, to see us out Okay, this is it. I just want to say thanks so much. If you're still with me now, thanks for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast with me. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm super excited about doing this. This is just brilliant. I can archive the songs, have a bit of a chat. All right, you know that. Until next time, um, go well, be creative. Catch you then.